fun and good evening. You're listening to At Random with your girl, Lori G. I'm here with your favorite co-host. Um, everybody say hello. Hi. Somebody say hello. No. Your favorite co-host. And <laughs> we are here to talk about Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day murders, and we were going to talk about Daryl Davis, but unfortunately, our resource person who was going to talk about that with us is not on. So this will just be a Valentine's Day special with three beating hearts. Ooh, I liked how that sound. It's two beating hearts. Mine is All right. So the first topic is what is who wants to go first? Why don't you go first? All right. My idea of Valentine's Day is to sex. (laughs) (laughs) Of course it is. And then roses on the floor. Hold on. This little girl got to get out of here. So my ideal Valentine's Day is sex in the morning, roses on the bed, on the floor, a bath that is drawn where me and him both can get in, probably have some foreplay in the bath, have sex again. <laughs> <laughs> and, after, and after we get out and have sex again, order Food, eat some food, watch anime and cartoons, have and, sex again, <laughs> and anything we want, and have some pain, then have sex again, <laughs> <laughs> and then exchange gifts, and then after that, just take a nap together and rest and sleep, and then wake up and have sex again. Sex again. <laughs> That's my ideal Valentine's Day. To the soundtrack of Fifty Shades of Grey, the first movie. Okay, I'll go. It's not all about sex, I promise. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, since I already celebrated my Valentine's Day, I'll tell you my ideal one, and then I'll tell you my story already. So, um, my ideal Valentine's Day, I kind of just, like, when I come home, like, to, like, the lights dimmed, and, like, a red carpet of rose petals. I get to follow them to the bedroom. And they're all over the bed. It's not about sex. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, like, I get to dress up in my red princess dress. And I get to go out to the most expensive dinner that he can buy me. Ooh. And then we come back. And we watch some movies. And stay up all night. Maybe have sex once or twice. But... <laughs> but just like spend time together with each other this year he didn't take me to dinner well he did but it wasn't it wasn't like the most expensive dinner it was like here let's go to smash burger this is what we did (laughs) (laughs) and then after that we went to this to a splatter room and i got to throw paint all over the place including on him and that was fun and then he gave me a rose in case okay. in a glass case. 
with life okay. and it made me feel like Beauty and the Beast and that was the best gift I've my totally husband, got. My husband one of those himself. One of those galaxy roses kind of thing. Uh-huh. It was he so made all by himself and he it was me so so cute and I love it and I <laughs> but I mean one of these days I'm planning to get my rose petal sex chocolate movie. Yeah. Most days, expensive these days, but we're not even married yet, so we're it's, only it's, been dating it's, for three years. <laughs> it's it's gotta happen sometime. So I'm still waiting if for I mine. tell him that, and we have our own place, then I get like the rose petal red carpet sex movie thing and the dinner. Yeah. So, but not yet. But I will get it one day. I'm hoping I get it one day too, girl. I'm I'm desperately desperately hoping I get it one day. Masumi, what's your ideal Valentine? No, while we're waiting for her. Yeah, my ideal Valentine's Day is just sexy sex time. <laughs> Listen, that better? It's not all about sex. Yes, that's enjoyable, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I is want that, is that better? I want to be able to dress Yes, better. that's a lot better. Much better. All right, so do I get to say my ideal and also the last one I had? Sure. Yeah. Okay, so my ideal, well, actually, no. Last one I had, I'll start with that, was I was working, and I got a bit of a power play that I shouldn't have had. So last one I had was I got a bit of a power play that I shouldn't have had, but I was given, and I was the manager at my jo- at my job and uh I took the Thursday off because um I took the Thursday off because I was like well it's it's you know we me and my two friends they were in relationships at the time I was single we chose to have a Valentine's Day between us and only us because they hated their sick I don't know if they hated their significant others or not, but it seemed like it. And so I was like, hey, why don't we go to the Monarch, which is a five-star Michelin star restaurant in Old Town Scottsdale. And so so we all agreed, and we all split to pay and everything. Oh, wait. And the dinner. I do know where that is. I work in Old Town. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And so I got dolled up. I was looking. I have to say, I looked beautiful. <laughs> And I red dress. I had my heart. I, I think I was wearing heart earrings and everything and a heart necklace and everything. And <clears throat> we went out. And we just, uh, we spoiled ourselves. We went to the restaurant. I had the duck. I forgot what it was called. But all the portions were really small, but really, really good, which is how you know it was like five star. And we took shots that were way too expensive. Like one of the Manhattans was $45. My shot was like, I think $400 (laughs) for some reason. And, uh, um, uh, it's the, the, one of my friends, they got a shot that was like on fire. Oh, wow. And then the rest of us got that shot too. And like, we're not serving you alcohol anymore. And we're like, all right, let's go back to my friend's place to drink more. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, all the food was absolutely amazing. 
And how expensive this restaurant was is it, it, it was one of the restaurants where it doesn't list the prices of any of the foods or any of the drinks or anything on the menu because if you have to ask, you can't afford it. Oh, <laughs> it was Damn. worth it because I felt like a princess and we took pictures and it was so much fun. And that sounds like a lot of fun. It was so much fun being among the rich people and like them looking at you and be like, yeah, I have a reservation here. What of it? Because we made the reservation like a month in advance and it was amazing. And like they just dished their boyfriends and they were like, we don't care. And I was single and I was being a hoe. And so I was like, I don't care. (laughs) And and it was it was it was very, very enjoyable. And I would relive it 100 percent. My ideal valentine's day though would i I do want to relive that valentine's day i 100 percent do but my ideal valentine's day would wouldn't i don't need like chocolates i don't like chocolates i don't need bears i only like small bears which cost like 15 dollars the hundred dollar ones that are gigantic those bring up traumatic childhood memories when Celica took me in the parking lot at 2 a.m (laughs) <laughs> don't ask um but uh, uh i don't really need an expensive my ideal valentine's expensive valentine's day my <laughs> ideal valentine's day would be like a bouquet made of money or like the roses are folded into money <laughs> <laughs> i've seen this no don't laugh I see so she done wants before. the roses to be made out of money, so they have to fold them like and look like roses, and all the leaves are made of money. No, I don't want any but leaves who's gonna because give this that's work for me. To you're in love with money, so so. What, who's gonna give money? Who isn't in love with money? Whoever isn't is a liar. But <laughs> no, I, I like I want the roses. To be made of money. And I've seen it done before. Don't make fun of me. I've seen it done before where people fold the roses. Like they fold the do- like not dollar bills. Probably like $50 bills or 20s. Like fold it <laughs> into money. And it's like it's really nice to like just like. Because who wants to unwrap rose? Why am I getting rose? Why are you giving me dead flowers? What am I going to do with that? That just shows you had... to spend and you didn't give it to me. Why would I want dead flowers? Why would I want chocolate? I don't like chocolate. I don't like chocolate. And I don't want candy because I'm an adult and I can buy myself candy. I... You know, what's nice is unfolding the flowers and seeing those 20s and those 50s and those 100s. And just unfolding them and them unfolding into more and, and them unfolding into money. That's nice. I like that. I think that's very romantic. Would I do it for anybody else because money is my love language? Absolutely not. But I want it done for me. Can I tell you, you're just really cute right now. <laughs> I'm adorable. not. You're, you're so cute. <laughs> no, you guys went off on your like, oh, I want to be, you know, made love to in a bathtub of my own bacteria. I want, 
I want. I the- cannot say that. Lori is the one who said sex and <laughs> sex and then chocolate and then sex and then bathtub and then sex again. I, I said I want roses and an expensive dinner. I don't want that. I don't need that. Like I could be in a sexless, loveless relationship where all they give me is money, and I will devote my life to them happily. I'll so do whatever. You need a sugar daddy. I almost got one, and I regret not it. Now, now that I see where I've ended up, I thought, because at 19, I almost got one, and I was like, ah, no, I'm going to see where I end up. Now I regret it. (laughs) I regret it. I should have done it. I should have. You're just really cute right now. (laughs) I regret this. I would have ended up. It would have been better than now. A lot of people are like, oh, yeah, well, they could be psycho. They could kidnap you. They could hurt you or whatever. Yeah, well, that could happen to me now. <laughs> being poor. <laughs> so why don't I take the risk of being rich and it happening to me? Then it, me just walking on the street and somebody be like, hey, just snatch me up and ruin my life now. Why don't I ruin my life with the chance of getting some, some dosh, some cash? <laughs> <laughs> it's worth the risk. Hilarious. I this think is that's why I love you, and because because <laughs> of the stuff you say. But it's it's you know it's your Valentine's Day, and that's what you want. It's that's okay. My perfect Valentine's Day, and you know what? My boyfriend, he's rich, but he's poor in many ways, and I'm just like, dude. You know, if I would have took those chances that I should have taken, <laughs> I would not be here right now for you. Do you care about him though? He's such a loving girlfriend. No, I care about him. But like, you know, it's like I I like that's only gonna get you butt so far. Like a lot of people say, Would you rather be poor and have the love of your life or be rich and have no love? I'd rather be rich and have no love because there's a lot of things that I could love without being in a relationship, like my dogs or me. Or me and my dogs. Like we could live the best life. Like we could live the best life without (laughs) Okay, so that leads us since we're talking about the what we love, what money that that leads us to the question, what does love mean to you? Money. You can go first. (laughs) Because you love money and you know, go ahead. You go first. What does love mean to you? This is going to make me sound really noble and really, like, compassionate and really, like, amazing, which I am. (laughs) (laughs) It's just not given back to me in the expanses that I wish it was. But, like, one of the things that I had to learn from my ex-relationship was, like, people speak of their love languages. One of my love languages was money. Like, if I care about someone, I will spend money on them. And yeah, but what does love mean to you? I'm talking about it right now. <laughs> Give me a second. Like in a relationship, like you know, I had a bad habit of spending my hard on hard on hard on like hard earned da- dosh on the person. And we all know who that person is. If you don't, don't ask me because I'm not going to talk about it. But, like, they took advantage of that. And one of the things I learned is that just because I love money doesn't mean that that's a way to express your love. 
to other people. You can do it through different ways, like meaningful, like mini acts, like, you know, taking out the garbage or just like doing sweet things for them. To me, it was just like spending money because I was like, all right, I love money. And if I have to show that I care about you, I guess I have to spend it. I don't like it, but I'll do it for you. And that was a hard lesson for me to learn. And I learned it. And now I won't give my money up to anybody. <laughs> okay. That just means when her birthday comes around, I'm going to have to spend money on you or give you money. No, don't spend it. Just give it to me. You don't have to do that. I don't care how much it does. You could have asked really Lori last time, last, time I, last time I came to her party, I spent, I spent money on her. I bought her all the pizza. Don't, don't, mm-hmm. just give it to me. Just give it to me in an envelope. You I'll don't even you, have to give, I'll give envelope. you envelope. All right. <laughs> then will you um, stop? Then will you start being my friend? <laughs> <laughs> I won't ever stop being your friend if you do that for my birthday. Okay. <laughs> no. <Nero, laughs> tell me when Masumi's birthday is so I can give her money. I'll, I'll do whatever you want. I'll take out January, your trash. January 2nd. Yeah, no, next January 2nd, like, you know, just hand me whatever you have. <laughs> I don't oh care. Okay. I'll do whatever Uh-oh. you want. <laughs> okay. What does love mean to you? Oh. Um, it's a hard question, even though it was my topic. Um, I think when you love somebody, it, I mean, it's not always, like, just saying like I love you like you have to express it like it doesn't even have to be like physical or like in a certain way it just has to be like doing things for that person that you know makes them happy like it doesn't always have to be like oh physical or oh emotional or oh sexual like if you care about somebody you just like okay like I tell my boyfriend I love him, but I I feel like he does a lot of stuff for me, so I don't I never have to ask him if he loves me back. Like if he doesn't say it back, I already know the answer. Like, I feel like I don't like, do enough. He doesn't like dancing, but he dances with you because he knows you enjoy it. That's that's the a good example. Thing. He doesn't dance. Like he won't dance. But if I asked him to, like, hey, let's go ballroom dancing. Hey, let's go to a club. He would come dance with me to make me happy. Or vice versa, like, you know he doesn't like dancing, and you enjoy dancing, so you say, hey, watch me dance, and I'll dance for you. Not in, like, sexual way, like okay. how Lori's probably <laughs> thinking, <laughs> but, uh, like, just doing a goofy dance for him. Okay, for example, he has a really good voice. I don't like my voice, but I will sing for him because of the fact that he likes my voice, even I, even though I don't like it. Like that. And he still loves your voice because it's your voice, not because of how good or bad it is. Exactly the point. So, like, love to me isn't always, oh, I love you, because people overuse that word. Yeah. 100%. You should do things to make them happy because you know it'll make them happy, even if you like it or don't like it. Exactly. Love to me is basically given all of yourself even when you don't have it still giving yourself to that person you know even when it's the hardest thing to do or when it's the toughest thing to do just being there for that person no matter what I believe that's real love 
Milo, when, get out of my face. Even when, you can't, even when you can't do it or, you know, you're giving, your, you're giving all you can give, I believe that that's real love. Wow. That's a good answer. I agree with that 100% because sometimes giving your all in different ways can be unhealthy. And sometimes you have to yeah, know. Sometimes given everything that you are can become unhealthy because sometimes it can be taken for granted or even if it's not it can be unhealthy like I think I'm a love expert like I know the ins and outs about healthy love I just don't apply it to myself because I love money and I don't think that's necessarily healthy but (laughs) like I do think that when it comes to love, healthy love, if somebody asks me healthy love with another person, um, I do know the ins and outs of what it would take. Not necessarily saying that I would take those ins and outs because I don't know if I would. Like if somebody says, oh, would you sacrifice yourself for your lover? Probably not because I don't want to like, I mean, like, I don't know. But... (laughs) Like, uh, not that I don't know, but just don't, I wouldn't, but, um, you know, like healthy love, I think I know a great deal about because of knowing the extenses of unhealthy love, like, and it, it, like a lot of like, sadly in Hollywood and movies and TVs and books and whatnot, unhealthy love is romanticized a lot yeah they romanticize it a lot they show you a very unhealthy love just like just like they show you the sex scenes in the movie that's not how sex is at all it doesn't look like that it's it's not that messy and gross i don't know why anybody would do it it's very gross stinky stinky it's it 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 sex is just messy <laughs> it, it, sex is stinky pinky, and I don't know why anybody would do it. But, but, but I think with the right that, person, you'll but feel like humans, they look like in the movies, but that's not how it is in real life. We, but we as humans do it because it feels good. If it feels good, do it. If you have a problem, <laughs> somebody else. Just <laughs> <laughs> wrap it up, we're gonna end up like you know someone I'm not gonna name right now. <laughs> 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 Damien? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to say his name. <laughs> but no, I, I think a lot of love tropes are like like you guys could list. I think that's a good topic for tonight. Like you guys could list like unhealthy love tropes that you see in movies a lot that you just absolutely hate. I hate the whole entire thing where they first meet and you know they 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 sit up there and play around and you're like oh my god just tell him how you feel. <laughs> oh, so like, like the slow bird, like will they won't they type of love? Yeah, like I hate that. I hate that. Really? Like, I, I want it grinds my ears and pickles my spinus. I want to just <laughs> what is the spinus? What body part is that? <laughs> I just what want party to... part is wait no 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 you don't get to move on until you say what body part is a spinus. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's a, That's it's what a, I thought. No, 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 I, I can heard, just I heard it. You. It's a I heard spinus. it in a movie once. 
But what movie? Off, before, we, before we get off track, Masumi, you're supposed to tell us about some horrific. Yeah, but this is topics. a lighthearted topic. So let's get the lighthearted topics out of the way first. Well, we're running, we're running out of time, so that's why I wanted. To it's only been about. 19 minutes, girl. No, it hasn't. It's been 29. Yes, <laughs> it's been 29 minutes. We end at nine o'clock. I have to put my kids to bed. So, <sighs> so spook us with some uh, gross and horrific love. I said that wrong. What did you just say to me? What is this penis? And what did you just say to me? I said horrific. <laughs> what is horrific? <laughs> I think she just she just thought we were running out of time so much. She put two words together: <laughs> horror and terrific. Because that's not what this is. No, okay, no, well. horrible and horrific. It just kind of it's just horrific. Kinda All right. Oh, go ahead. Tell us. Tell I don't us think this is the right code to transition, but fine. I'll work with what I got. All right. Picture this. In March Markle, birthplace of one of the most notorious killers of the UK that they had ever seen at 8.40 a.m. 29th, September 1941, in a cottage of Frederick Walter Stephen West, he had his first surviving child <clears throat> who was born with beautiful blonde, blonde hair. hair. What, what is going on? on? Hold on. Hello? Can you re- wait? You guys can still hear me? Yeah, yeah. we can still hear you. The oh, app, okay. The app had a, had a seizure. <laughs> yeah. He was born with beautiful blonde hair and blue eyes. He was. He, they moved to More Court Farm. I'm probably saying all these names wrong, but all these names are English, European. So forgive me. You know, Daisy West, uh, wife of Frederick Walter Stephen West, had six kids, and the third died. The eight, the 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 family of eight had moved into a three-bedroom house with no running water or electricity and had to use a bathroom with buckets, you know, being, you know, being poured into rat-infested sewer pits and their home was just rat-infested. All right. So Fred was a mama's boy, a Daisy West, her favorite, and shared an unhealthy bond with her. Some even in the area... You guys okay? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, we're listening. Some in the area even rumored that the family's bonds together were incestual, especially Daisy's bond with Fred. And basically all of the family was close. And Fred was especially bullied. And he was also bullied by his brother, John. And Fred's father... Hello? Yeah, we're here. Yeah, we're here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just hear random people. Sorry, that's my and, house. I have people over here. It's okay. And Fred's father was rumored to also have uh, pedophile tendencies towards the young girls in the area. And it was said to be normal. And the children treated as 
being normal, you know? By the time that Fred left school, Fred West, he left school, he could barely read or write and worked as a farmhand at 15. And he was rather, you know, attractive, even though his natural behaviors were abusive and tend to be forceful among the local girls. You know, by 17 years old, Fred had an accident September 38th, 1958, and crashed into a young girl, and they were both injured. The girl left with, you know, uninhibiting injuries, but Fred was badly injured. His leg was smashed and skull fractured, and uh, his face became disfigured, and he became the laughingstock of his hometown. Mm. And uh, eventually this led to even worse behaviors, you know, being laughed at and abused. It only led to feed into his abusive and already aggressive tendencies. During this time, he he met Catherine Costello at a dance from uh, she 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 moved from being in a pervavished home in Scotland. And, you know, she had baggage according you know with her family already and she was already labeled a troubled teen she overlooked fred's you know um abusive tendencies because she liked the attention he gave her and she left scotland you know to be with him and uh then she left him due to his uh aggression growing out of control and friend uh, and fred soon turned to a 13-year-old girl for sex that, um, you know, he became more and more pushy with. And eventually he pushed the young girl down the stairs and he uh, eventually was um, charged in the hospital for having even more brain damage than what he already had from his previous accident. And soon his manner had changed completely for the worse, and he turned to petty crime. Um, and soon the girl he was sleeping with uh, soon came with his own child, and he was charged for, um, you know, having a child out of wedlock at the time. And um, I believe that this was the girl I can't remember explicitly but I believe that this was the girl that he tried to abort the child himself and you know they tried it um themselves but were eventually caught and he went to his aunt Violet after being turned away from his family home um soon he was freed when um the girl that was impregnated with this child, refused to say where the father had came from, and many didn't know why. Yes, Fred was known to be abusive and rather aggressive, but they didn't realize that it would drive a girl to not say who the father of her child was. And soon his mother took him back, and him and Catherine reunited when she returned from Scotland. And she turned to sex work and crimes to make it by and Fred would encourage that. And actually actually no, then I remember it it was with Catherine that Fred tried to abort the child the child with and was caught and they weren't able to abort the child. So they try they they got married um in 1962 uh much against his family's wishes. 
And uh, it's very eerie to know that the same photo that they used for their wedding was the same photo that was used 32 years later when Catherine had gone up missing and was unheard of uh, during the time. Before this, though, they moved to Scotland and his mother didn't approve and the relationship eventually turned abusive and um, Fred would regularly sexually assault Catherine and also encourage her sex work, which none of their parents, um, you know, like supported at all because they wanted better futures for their children. Eventually, Catherine um, became pregnant with an Asian man's child the 22nd of March, 1963, who was of mixed race. And uh, Fred didn't like the child at all. And then the two eventually separated and then they got back together. There was a lot of getting back together between Catherine and Fred. And Fred would brag back at his home that he was in big crime and he was in a lot of gangs or whatever. But in reality, he just drove an ice cream van and chatted up young girls and would explicit them for, you know, inappropriateness and sexual acts and such. And then Catherine gave birth to Anne Marie. And right, eventually... stop you right there. And we'll have to go to a part two. Now, this is going to be separated in a lot of parts. There are a lot of stories. <laughs> I mean, one very... just for listening to you talk, to tell us the story, and then we'll go to part three, and she can finish. <laughs> All right. A lot of interesting. Yeah, All this right. story is very interesting. I guess I don't have to pick a topic for the next mm, four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. And if you want to hear more of this interesting story about what's his name, Todd? <laughs> or Fred? Fred. Fred. <laughs> want to hear more Fred more about- West and Rose West. If you're wondering if you're wondering where the rose comes in, because his lover right now is called Catherine, just stay tuned and Rose will eventually come in for far nefarious purposes. Um, also, if you have any questions, go ahead and email us at, at randomrl at gmail.com. Um, also, follow us on at random with Lori G on Facebook. And you can also follow us on LoriLulu14, uh, which is our Instagram. Um, we hope you guys are having a wonderful Super Bowl. Don't know who won. Don't really care. Not a big fan of football. <laughs> who performed, though? But- That's what matters. But um, I hope the halftime performance was really good. Saw a lot of stars. Um, And I hope everybody just enjoyed their day. Tomorrow is Valentine's Day. I hope you guys have a beautiful Valentine's Day. Everybody has a beautiful Valentine's Day, a blessed one. And is just happy with it. And um, I want to give a shout out to Sean for editing our, our, uh, our podcast. Thank you so much. You are a lifesaver and a weight off my shoulders. Um, Also, we want to give a shout out to Glamorous Addictions, where everything is glamorous. She has a new hair butter that you should definitely check out, which is really good for your hair. Um, She also has been posting up a lot of videos lately about her food, about um, her makeup, about her, her hair butter. 
Um, so really get in there and follow Glamorous, Addi- Glamorous Addictions and um, try some of their products and some of their stuff. Uh, also, does anyone have any shout outs they'd like to give? Yes. Go ahead. Donate to me. Okay. All right. Have a good night. Bye.